Section 35 of The Great Events by Famous Historians, Volume 6. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Great Events by Famous Historians, Volume 6. Edited by Charles F. Horn, Rossiter Johnson, and John Rudd japanese repels the tartars a d twelve eighty one by marco polo of so great celebrity was the wealth of chipango japan that a desire was excited in the breast of the grand khan kubla now reigning to make the conquest of it and to annex it to his dominions in order to effect this he fitted out a numerous fleet and embarked a large body of troops under the command of two of his principal officers one of whom was named abakatan and the other Sansin. the expedition sailed from the ports of zeitung and kinsai and crossing the intermediate sea reached the island in safety but in consequence of a jealousy that arose between the two commanders one of whom treated the plans of the other with contempt and resisted the execution of his orders they were unable to gain possession of any city or fortified place with the exception of one only which was carried by assault the garrison having refused to surrender directions were given for putting the whole to the sword and in obedience thereto the heads of all were cut off excepting of eight persons who by the efficacy of a diabolical charm consisting of a jewel or amulet introduced into the right arm between the skin and the flesh were rendered secure from the effects of iron either to kill or wound upon this discovery being made they were beaten with a heavy wooden club and presently died it happened after some time that a north wind began to blow with great force and the ships of the tartars which lay near the shore of the island were driven foul of each other it was determined thereupon in a council of the officers on board that they ought to disengage themselves from the land and accordingly as soon as the troops were re-embarked they stood out to sea the gale however increased to so violent a degree that a number of the vessels foundered the people belonging to them by floating upon pieces of the wreck saved themselves upon an island lying about four miles from the coast of chipango other ships which not being so near to the land did not suffer from the storm and in which the two chiefs were embarked together with the principal officers or those whose rank entitled them to command a hundred thousand or ten thousand men directed their course homeward and returned to the great khan those of the tartars who remained upon the island where they were wrecked and who amounted to about thirty thousand men finding themselves left without shipping abandoned by their leaders and having neither arms nor provisions expected nothing less than to become captives or to perish especially as the island afforded no habitations where they could take shelter and refresh themselves as soon as the gale ceased and the sea became smooth and calm the people from the main island of chipango came over with a large force 
in numerous boats in order to make prisoners of those shipwrecked tartars and having landed proceeded in search of them but in a straggling disorderly manner the tartars on their part acted with prudent circumspection and being concealed from view by some high land in the centre of the island while the enemy were hurrying in pursuit of them by one road made a circuit of the coast by another which brought them to the place where the fleet of boats was at anchor finding these all abandoned but with their colours flying they instantly seized them and pushing off from the island stood for the principal city of chipango into which from the appearance of the colours they were suffered to enter unmolested here they found few of the inhabitants besides women whom they retained for their own use and drove out all others when the king was apprised of what had taken place he was much afflicted and immediately gave directions for a strict blockade of the city which was so effectual that not any person was suffered to enter or to escape from it during six months that the siege continued at the expiration of this time the tartars despairing of succour surrendered upon the condition of their lives being spared these events took place in the course of the year twelve sixty four the grand khan having learned some years after that the unfortunate issue of the expedition was to be attributed to the dissension between the two commanders caused the head of one of them to be cut off the other he sent to the savage island of zorza where it is the custom to execute criminals in the following manner they are wrapped around both arms in the hide of a buffalo fresh taken from the beast which is sewed tight as this dries it compresses the body to such a degree that the sufferer is incapable of moving or in any manner helping himself and thus miserably perishes end of section thirty five recording by alan mapstone